Three years after the attack on the U.S. Capitol, the Justice Department has released shocking new video of the violent insurrection. In this never-before-seen footage, two rioters aggressively confront two Republican members of Congress who are barricaded inside the House chamber. We want to show you the entirety of this shocking video. We have to warn you, some of this footage is very disturbing. Three years later, the former president is still spreading lies and disinformation about the events of the insurrection. On the campaign trail this week, he's once again finally referring to rioters, uh, like the ones you just saw in that video, as hostages. You have the hostages, the J6 hostages, I call them. Nobody's been treated ever in history so badly as those people. But those J6 hostages going to jail for 20 years and 18 years, it'll go down as one of the saddest things in the history of our country. By the way, there was Antifa, and there was FBI. There were a lot of other people there, too, leading the charge. And we should note those preposterous claims have been debunked time and time again. Earlier this evening, I spoke with former Capitol Police Officer Harry Dunn. He heroically defended the Capitol that day, the democratic process, and America's lawmakers during the violent insurrection. Here's how he feels about the former president's characterization of those who broke the law and assaulted him and his colleagues that day. Hostages of him right now, they, they, they're in jail because they believe that the lies that he was spewing. Now, obviously, they're grown individuals who made decisions to go down there and commit crimes. But it kind of was a good nudge being emboldened by the arguably most powerful person on the planet. So um, they're hostages of his lies, I guess, if anything. 
hostages of his lies. Let's discuss more now with CNN senior political commentator Anna Navarro and CNN political commentator Karen Finney. Uh, Anna, what do you think of that new footage? You know, it's hard to watch, and um, and it's hard to watch the way you just put it, which is, you know, you, we watched the video, then we heard Trump, then we heard Harry Dunn. When you put those three things together back to back, I, I just, I'm feeling such anger again, just the way I was January 6th, three years ago. And I'm angry, I'm angry that this man, Donald Trump, who promoted and incited and influenced these people to go out there and do these things, is leading by such huge margins in the Republican primary. It really is surreal. I am angry that Republican congressmen, after what we just saw in that video, then went on to call those terrorists, those domestic terrorists, tourists, to say that they were on a tour of the Capitol that day and to try to whitewash what happened on a day when their own lives were in danger, when their own vice president was being told, hang Mike Pence. How dare they? How can they live with themselves, with the lies, with the stupidity, with, with, with the conspiracy, with the complicity, with the cowardice? How can they live with themselves after what they went through? Yeah, and Karen, I mean, you know, you heard Donald Trump in that video a few moments ago still talking about Antifa. I mean, it's just been debunked and nobody takes that seriously anymore. And he's still spouting this off. Your reaction to this video? Well, and you see that video. I agree with everything Anna said. But also you remember that he is still peddling those lies, as that video of him reminds us right now. Right now, as all of it has been debunked, every effort he had to try to overthrow the election, and as we learn more and more about how deep that scheme went, that was his goal. His goal was to overtake the will of the American people. It's disgusting, but it shows that absolute power corrupts absolutely, to answer Anna's question with those Republican members of Congress. I also think about you know some of the members, particularly members of the Congressional Black Caucus, who were praying because they knew that if those folks had broken through, they would know they're Democrats and not Republicans, as some of them talked about. But, you know, I think it is also a reminder, as President Biden tried to do yesterday, that about what is really at stake in this country. And just today, Trump was, uh, I believe he submitted paperwork in the state of Illinois where they said, well, you promise not to yeah. do, do an insurrection. He wouldn't sign it. He signed it in 2020 and 2016 but he wouldn't sign it this time. Yeah. So you watch that video and that tells you if he has to try to take it by force again, he would. Yeah, Anna, I mean, I, I have to ask you about this poll that found that a shocking 34% of Republicans believe the false conspiracy theory that the FBI organized and encouraged January 6th. Obviously that is not true, but you heard Trump say that as well. He said Antifa, he said FBI. People are still eating this stuff up like it's chiclets. They are. And, and it, it's just, it it's, is it, astonishing. It's, it's inexplicable, yeah. frankly. And it's, um, it's concerning. It's scary to think that that many Americans could possibly still at this stage of the game be buying the, the, the bullshit that Donald Trump keeps selling. It is, uh, you know, it's hard to reconcile. I think it's, uh, frankly, Republicans who know better uh, I think a lot of them do know better, but they're just looking for an excuse. 
They're looking for a justification because it looks like this man is going to be the nominee and they're going to vote for him again. And so then they, they can't then, they can't accept that the man who they are about to nominate again as Republican nominee was the head uh, promoter and insider of an insurrection on January 6th. So they've got to find a scapegoat. They've got to find some conspiracy. They've got to find some explanation so that then they can live with their choice. Yeah. You know, Jim, it feels to me a lot like when you read about the lost cause. I grew up in a family on my mother's side that we are descendants of Robert E. Lee. So I was got wow. the indoctrination all the time, although I resisted it, that about what the war was really about. It's the same idea. They can't accept the truth. And so instead of accepting the truth, they are now just he's peddling a lie and that's more convenient for these members of congress and for those in his base to believe it's like the lost cause part two and trump sees himself as you know the redeemer who is going to redeem uh the and change the narrative about what happened and i think that's part of why it was so important that president biden did something that no one in the republican primary has done and that is he called donald trump out to the on the carpet in very tough language and really talked about this election as a question between who are we going to be? Are we going to keep moving forward? Or are we going to, you know, I almost think of it as, uh, you know, accept the lies of the lost cause, accept mm -hmm. the, you know, Trump's lies and just go about our business as if, you know, the progress we're trying to make doesn't matter. Yeah, Anna, I mean, He's kind of become his own lost cause this time around. Go on that, though, because there have been some Republicans who have bravely, in the Republican primary, who have bravely called a spade a spade. Asa Hutchinson, the former governor of Arkansas, but he admitted he wasn't so much as a blip on the radar screen. Chris Christie has done it. He's got no shot in hell. But certainly, you're right that the, the two leading candidates after Trump, uh, DeSantis and Haley, are tiptoeing around it and don't have the spine to call it out.